0: This episode of The Morning Stream is sponsored by American Scandal, taking you deep into the heart of America's dark side to look at what drives cutthroat competitors to succeed at any cost. Listen to American Scandal, The Pentagon Papers, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen one week early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. And thanks to Bombus for supporting The Morning Stream. Bombus makes comfortable socks that look great with a wide variety of options. And for every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to somebody in need. Go to bombuscom slash TMS to get 20% off your purchase. Coming up on TMS, I blame the weenie rockets. Talking out loud with your mouth. What's your Fury Road anniversary?
1: Hello, God, it's me,
0: Hallmark. Brian, half-marble guest stars. Who has the one ball? How frequent is your REM sleep, Kenneth? Anyplicity, starring Michael Keaton. I can't say penis. Dave
1: Batista as the Holy Ghost.
0: Hawkeye? No Hawkeye? Not Hawkeye? Pacific Theater Booster. Keep an eye on my straw. Ew.
1: Ringing the Infantino bell with Amy.
0: Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream.
1: The best piece of advice
2: I can give you on working on your own vehicle is to get a good enough job that you don't have to work on your own vehicle and just let a f- mechanic do it that has a lift and has all the tools and s-
3: Apple is the appliance of the 80s for all those pesky household chores. <laughs>
0: the morning stream better than dog butt flung poo good morning everybody welcome back to tms it's the morning stream for thursday december 16th 2021 i'm scott johnson that guy right there on about a second and a half delay is brian ibbett
1: that's right. How you doing, Scott? I'm fine. Good to sort of be here, be here, yeah. slightly after you. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like we're shouting over the mountains.
0: Something Hello. happened. Something weird happened yesterday because uh, AWS went down right as we were going to record the show. That's why there was no Wednesday episode of the show. Everything was ready. We were ready. Everything was good, but that didn't happen. And we thought, well, today everything will be all cleared up. But for some reason, audio delay is still there, and that was a symptom yesterday as well. And we don't know why. We can't. It's not us. Our internets are good. We're yeah. full speed up and down. Oh. No idea. Yeah. So live with yeah. it. So, I we're going to, I'm going to do a
1: little reset after the show today, see if that fixes things. But uh, in the meantime, you've got us. And and think of this as like a, a throwback episode to the early days of TMS. Yeah. We like, yeah, were yeah, like that, figuring out <laughs> Skype and. Uh,
0: yeah. 2011, things uh, weren't quite as uh, easy as it is today, generally speaking. That's right. So, uh, it's true. So, yeah, hopefully it's not too bad, but we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. We are not. Missing another show, gosh, dang it nope, and we're not nope. using Skype because Skype is crap all right. That's right uh hey, we're back uh so yesterday I, I i was I actually held well I'm holding this over from yesterday, but I had a I had a little uh, thing I wanted to mention about Tuesday's show that I totally <laughs> forgot on Tuesday, and this is important stuff right here. Okay, how I <sighs> yes. let this go, oh, I don't know. Gosh. Right? I mean, yeah. don't you feel yeah. like maybe you don't missed? you
1: put these automatically in your calendar or something? Or uh... <laughs> yeah,
0: I really should. But here's what I forgot to mention on Tuesday. Um, in the chat room, I'm putting up the Mad Max thing early so you can see it. All right, there you go. Tuesday's show was episode twenty two fifteen. In years, that would make it the 200th anniversary of Mad Max Fury Road. It's an important day for all of us to remember and to celebrate and to hold dear to our hearts. And, yes. Uh, all right.
1: Um, hold, ready? Ready? Um, yeah. Quick, what's
0: your wedding anniversary? 1992. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. September. <laughs> I know what it is. September 29th, 1992. There you go. Hey, uh-huh. Uh-huh. hey uh, Claire, I'm going to boot you from the chat room for not liking my movie. That's how That's how into it I am. Just kidding. That's not true. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, happy, uh, happy 200th year uh, to Mad Max Fury Road. Congratulations. <laughs> you did great. You know
1: how anniversaries work, right? Anniversary means year 200. Well, two hundredth anniversary is still numbers in. and yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making all that up, of course. But uh, I know, I know. But oh. if I live that long, and I won't. But if I did, uh, you know, if I lived another hundred and something years, <laughs> listen. Uh,
1: if I talked about Spice Girls as much as you talked about Mad Max, I think I'd have five or at least four cease and desists yeah, right that, now.
0: That's true. There'd be legal action. That's right. Posh probably her. wouldn't send a cease and desist. She doesn't care, but she uh, doesn't certainly care. the other four would. She doesn't care. She's got her little uh, tattooed up boy toy soccer man. She doesn't That's care. Right. Yeah, he's he's you know he's all she needs. She he's all I'd need. I mean I, I, I don't want to cast aspersions. But, <laughs> you know, he's all right. Uh-huh. Except uh-huh. he's only got the one ball. No, that's somebody else. Who has no, the one that's ball? that's somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the one ball? Who am I thinking of? Oh, Lance Armstrong. All
1: right. Yeah. Uh, David Beckham has both balls. Yeah. Andy, balls. Uh, and a star on the soccer, uh, football, football
0: uh, field. Oh, pitch. that's right. Yeah, the, the pitch, pitch. The pitch. pitch. Yeah, good job. It's been a while since we've seen the uh, Ted Lasso episode. Ted
1: Lasso, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we're getting there. Uh, good news is uh, I was supposed to get my booster the other day. Here's the bad news. Uh, I went in. All right. My kid, my uh, daughter and my wife got it earlier in the day. And they were already kind of feeling a little, oh, boy, this one's hitting a little harder. And uh, so they had me scheduled it uh, after the show on Tuesday. So I'm like, sweet. Let's go get it. Um, let's get this done. Let's get this over with. By tomorrow morning, I'll feel fine. Uh, whatever. I go in. And the doctor goes, or the, the pharmacist goes, uh, have you been sick at all recently? And I went, oh. I don't want to answer this question, but I did. I had to do it honestly. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, mm-hmm. sinus infection, but pretty much gone now. Um, you know, we're we're good. He goes, oh, we're, are you, uh, did you take antibiotics? He says, well, yeah, I, I am taking them. Like right now I'm on a 10-day thing. And he goes, oh, how far into it are you? I said, oh, I'm like five days, halfway through. And he goes, hmm. Like that? Just like a... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, that's never a sound you want uh, nope. anyone in the medical field to make, even if it's a pharmacist
0: or a doctor or a nurse or anybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter who. And he says, yeah, we recommend... The standard procedure is we... You know we're we're gonna not be able to do that today.
1: <laughs> like how he's all of a sudden Lundberg from yeah. <laughs> uh, Office of Space. Mm, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and
0: not give you a shot yeah. today. Okay? It was like that. It's like I felt like I'm giving him my stapler or whatever. <laughs> um, and I went, okay, what does that mean? He says, yeah. well, we the the issue is we don't want to double team your immune system. You're hey, al- yeah. you're already in full blown battle mode over here we don't want to introduce a new front. You know, you've already fighting in Germany. We don't want to add Japan to the mix basically. Sure. Like he said. Yeah. Uh, so now we got Pacific, we got Pacific theater. to worry about. <laughs> Um, and he right. said, you know, man, it's, it's yeah.
1: smart. It's, um, they're looking out for you. Who knows what kind of, uh, side effects you might run into or, or issues with, uh, um, crossing the streams mm-hmm. so to speak I've, that's the second time
0: i've used that today and Nothing a whole different that. reason i've used it yeah that's fine two different contexts works for me yep. totally good yep um yeah so i said okay fine and the best they could do was a reschedule and i said well when's the soonest you can get me in and they said how's the 30th i'm like dude really mm-hmm. well it's busy there's a lot of this and that fine okay lock, lock me in for the 30th i'll brave christmas without it whatever it's fine yeah so they do that but then yesterday my sister-in-law sarah comes by the house and um uh, <laughs> there to pick up something kim lending or something and she comes in and she's like yeah i just got back from my booster and i go oh how far ahead did you schedule it oh i called this morning and they got me in in two hours same place it, but not the same same place same place Brian. shut up yes. oh no way, really
4: yes. oh
1: well He probably needed to go sometime out for yours. Oh, I don't know.
0: That's weird. I know I was annoyed. So here's what I'm going to do. As soon as I'm at the very tail end of this antibiotic run, a couple of more, was it this weekend, I guess, Mm -hmm. I will say, I'm going to call them and go, hey, uh, I need to get a booster and just see if I can not get the same sweet little shuffle in that she got. Maybe there's a cancellation. That's why she got it. I, I don't know.
1: A little opening the velvet rope and saying, all right, you two, come
0: on in yeah get in here you 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 dumbass they'll say yeah uh so anyway I'm uh, not boosted but my f- my wife and daughter oh man that leveled them they had a rough one rough one.
1: Oh really yeah
0: carter, carter got to the point where she told well she told me this after um, because by morning she was fine but that night she's like i was so bad in the middle of the night dad i almost came to get you guys to like decide if I should go to the hospital or something. It was so bad. Mm. And I like, I said, well, um, I'm glad you didn't. Cause that would have been weird. And she says, you know, I, I know, but at the, in the throes of it, she was just really, yeah. it was like shivers and couldn't move Yikes. and she hurt really bad and is, is bad, but they're both good now. Uh, super boosted. They can get cool. sig- signals from way further away. They can go way up the mountains.
1: <laughs> their, wi- their wifi has improved. Uh, there's their 5g. Yeah. Uh, so, um, we've got family coming into town because of, uh, uh, Tina's father passing. Yeah. And, um, one of, uh, one of Tina's relatives arrived at the door. Um, and because we're still being safe and because we were in, um, Jim's room for a long time, we're still wearing masks. I haven't left the house in, well, since I came back from, uh, Tina's parents' house a couple yeah. days ago. Yeah. And, um, uh we're taking our test today to see if we if we've got the the chaff.
0: Uh <laughs> you got the chaff, but, oh no.
1: But what if Tina's relatives arrives and sees her in her mask and says, Masks, are those still a thing out here?
0: Oh geez. Where's <laughs> like- she Where's she coming from? Where's she coming from?
1: Uh they're coming from uh Kansas
0: City, Missouri. Ah, Kansas City, Which, that's as yeah. far
1: as I know, um, still has a pandemic going on.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah that's where the fargo kansas city mob is from i've seen enough fargo to know there's n- nothing but trouble in kansas city <laughs> all trouble up there. right yeah. yeah yes
1: the kansas city mob so yeah geez yeah. louise wow
0: that's a fun thing to hear the first thing you hear, especially the
1: you know and and it's such a thing to say considering what's happened recently with with tina's dad yeah. you know with yeah. the rel- it's like maybe now is not a good time uh to you know, pr- to, to act like COVID's
0: not a thing. I don't know. Did they not know? Did they know? They know that his. They
1: know that his his uh, his six month uh, prognosis turned into a few hours because of COVID, yeah. and yet they still still say that. That's lame. So, lame. Yeah.
0: I mean, no offense, but here's what I say.
1: No, it's them. lame. It's yeah. absolutely lame. Here's what I so... say to
0: them. I do it. In, here's the Tina voice version of that. Yeah. There you go. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was the sound of tina biting her tongue and not and not letting into them
0: there'll be a lot of that probably in the next couple of days for you guys so. yes exactly um all right well hey uh here's another quick moment i wanted to share um i got something in the mail thankfully mail's been real bad lately i don't know what's going yeah. on well i do know what's going on our mail system kind of sucks right now plus. <laughs> it does yes yeah.
1: yeah i know you know I'd said something to you and we weren't sure when it was getting to you until today looking it up but I know that there are other things that I've sent to people and I also paid priority mail prices and they still haven't still haven't got
0: them yeah it's bad I don't even know what priority mail is anymore what priority means like it's just
1: priority means uh, we'll we'll delay it slightly less than non-priority yeah what do you get (laughs) when
0: you combine a bad a currently bad mail system with some kind of lousy leadership in front in charge of the of the postal system and then combine that with just regular old christmas and weather delays yeah it's no it's bad it's bad it is bad yeah there's nothing good but i did get something that i am so stoked about this was from my secret santa and they've already said it's okay for me to bring this up and say who it was uh guacmar was my was my secret santa oh cool and uh i got in the mail this little box it wasn't uh huge or anything and i thought well what what the heck do we have here uh what will this be you know what do you get yeah. the guy who who uh only cares about five different things and uh you know, what do you do <laughs> right so yeah exactly uh, i, I got know this, you're
1: you're tough to shop for i'm not uh, the easiest Johnson, to shop for
0: that. uh neither yes. are you by the way for the record it's hard to I shop know, for too well.
1: Well, I'm I'm tough to shop for uh, shop for because I
0: have everything. Yeah, if you that's
5: part, <laughs> and it's our, all
1: behind me.
0: Yeah, you and I have this problem all year. If we see a thing we really want, we'll yes, we're not we going just get it. Yeah, we don't put it on a list and say, "Hey, remember my birthday in July." We just yeah, get it. Uh, uh, or we don't, and someone else doesn't know because we don't tell anybody. Like it's a weird thing. We kind of live in a bubble. Right. But anyway, right. I get this in the mail. Look what I got. Check this out.
1: Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to be
0: jelly. Oh, look at that. The N- original, in great condition, by the way. That's a real one. That isn't just like a handmade sticker business. Nope, this is real. A Ma- The Mad Max, uh, technically it's two, because that's that's Road Warrior imagery there.
1: It is Road Warrior, yeah. But it's
0: the Mad Max game for the NES. Uh, came out in 85. Wow. And uh
1: what it, didn't even send the sleeve with it <laughs> what no no instruction
0: manual mint and box oh my gosh i know right no this is this is maybe so well so far this year it's my favorite thing i've gotten i that is really love this really i cool. always wanted a copy of this i never played the game back yeah. in the day um i doubt i'll plug this into any working NES now <laughs> do you yeah do you have a uh i have a mini that's you, it i have nothing with a cartridge yeah. for it
1: um, right, I was gonna say we both got minis that you can't put anything into the mini.
0: No, I could um, um, buy one of those Chinese. I don't know if they're Chinese, but the oh the, the Famicom.
1: Yeah, they got or, like a yeah. play
0: every cartridge deal. You can buy on Amazon. It'll mm. plug in Genesis cartridges and NES, Super NES, all that. I might do yeah. that, but uh, I love this. This is my kind That's of gift. Cool. Like I, I will hang this up somewhere. Is how I'll do it.
1: I know you need to, what you need to do is go to like a container store or one of those places get a shadow box frame yeah and have it mounted slightly above so it's kind of hovering put some some sand in the bottom of it yeah
0: yeah I like it why don't I hey, do that yeah. I should do that um
1: I have a bunch of NES cartridges right there do you that I could show yeah
0: do you have a you don't have a hole to too yeah let's see just no yeah. NES to stick them in I guess or working NES. I have my old controllers, but no NES.
1: These uh, these we found at my mom's house. And wait till you see what's in here.
0: Uh, Alright, we're looking, we're looking.
1: By the way, these do have sleeves and instruction manuals. Oh my lord. Uh, we have uh, NES Golf. Oh,
0: I had that. Okay. Uh-huh. We yeah. have Pipe Dream. Oh, I hated that game, played, but yes. I played right.
1: it so much of that. Yeah. We have a little Russian thing called Tetris.
0: Oh yeah, with an
1: instruction manual explaining how to play Tetris.
0: Yeah.
1: Because you only need. I just did
0: the. I just did the Angry Birds theme in my head. I know that's not right, but they. Tetris too.
1: Tetris too. Because there was so much to improve upon with
0: Tetris. Yeah, you had to make the shapes fall more.
1: This check this baby out right here.
0: All right. What do we got? Oh, original Metroid. Oh, original Metroid.
1: That's a, that's a keeper. That's amazing. The rest of these might go on eBay, but uh, uh, then we've got uh, probably the pack-in game.
0: Oh yeah, that that would have been Duck, Mario, Hunt, Mario. Duck Hunt, Mario. Yep, total yep. pack-in. Eventually, uh, I guess later later versions Doctor, of the model.
1: Doctor Mario.
0: Yeah. Uh, I like the Doctor Mario music, but I can't think of it right now. Super Mario Two. Uh yeah, with the pulling up the stuff and hucking them at Birdo. That's a good game. Birdo. Finally, Yoshi. Yoshi. Like
1: these are actually some decent games. So Yeah. I thought I Yoshi to... showed
0: up. Didn't Yoshi show up in Super NES Super Mario World first, and then that came later yes, on I the think
1: that's, I think that's correct. Yeah. I that's think the first weird. time I remember seeing Yoshi was in Super Mario World.
0: That's amazing. Well, this one, um, I don't know if I'd have to blow on it or not. That's always the old, you know, the old thing I'm where you totally gotta blow right, on it. Yeah. But uh, I would love to see this thing actually play. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. But Guacmar, you're the best. I love
1: this. That's so cool, Guacmar.
0: Love it. I love I'll it. I'll be keeping it, an it. eye out
1: for my, uh, my Secret Santa, who will be sending me the Spice World NES game anytime now. Did that, that was a thing? No, definitely not a thing.
0: Oh, my gosh. I about lost it there for a second. <laughs> I
1: think, I think those, those two things missed each other by about uh, 10 years, probably. I don't know.
0: Wow. Well, um, I can give you guys a tiny little bit of a hint that I'll be talking about more next week. But if all this retro game stuff has you, I don't know, if any of you are hearing that going, oh, man, that's my jam. I love the old stuff. Have I got good news for you? And that's all I'll say for right now. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I'll just hold back. Are you adding a new marble to your straw? What if I'm removing a straw and Putting a marble in its place. What the f- that's happening?
1: What I don't f- know what the heck that
0: means. Because don't don't you just you can only have one straw. You only have one life. Yeah, but you have more marbles, right? So you say okay. So let's say you got a straw full of marbles, <laughs> end end yes. marbles, end end marbles. Yes. I'm putting one marble in, and one of the other marbles is is falling out.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's yeah. that's what I that's what i thought okay you said you acted like you're gonna have a whole extra straw in, no
0: no 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 unless extra you're
1: Ronald. michael keaton in duplicity uh, or multiplicity uh, i don't think that's happening
0: yeah only two michael keaton's allowed in duplicity that's all you get there <laughs> or any or any-plicity yeah, any plicity yeah any you get you get just the, the one or the two uh anyway so uh yeah rockmar you're the man uh you made my day thank you for that that was awesome merry christmas Darn to swifty Confirms
1: there was a Spice World PlayStation One game.
0: Now that I knew, that <laughs> I knew about. That. I knew there was some really? Spice World or Spice Girls thing. I didn't know what it was. I knew mean, there but, had to
1: be, right?
0: Yeah, that was the era, man. That was the yeah. time. That was the big stuff. <sighs> how sad! I have nothing to play that on. Uh, J.K. Grammar, you sent me something. What is this? Here's the complete playthrough of Mad Max on NES. Ooh, I'll watch that later. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, I want yeah, to see that game plays. Oh, yeah, this is the game. I see. I remember this. I just didn't own it. Oh. Also, technically the release date was 1990, but this cartridge says 85 on the back, so my guess is the cartridge casing was manufactured in 85 and then this yeah. game was put in and sold in 90. Yeah, there it is. Hmm. Oh man. <laughs> I want to play it. <laughs> it's probably not good, by the way. For the record, it's probably a bad. No, game. probably not. It's probably Indiana Jones
1: uh, Atari twenty six hundred level, oh, or or not it. even that. E T Atari twenty six hundred. I kind of liked Indiana Jones uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark on the Atari twenty six hundred. It was all right.
0: Do you, you do you remember the Temple of Dune game in the arcades? That was all right too. Yes. Yeah.
1: Every time you <laughs> take out one of the thuggy guards, <laughs>
0: if this discussion excites you, keep an eye on things. <laughs> Keep an eye on my straw, okay? Because okay. my, my straw is about to poop a marble.
1: All right. Just letting you know I have half a marble available if you ever need it. <laughs> well, I, you got half a marble? <laughs> that's right.
0: That's just a... What would that do? That would lay flat or it would swivel? That would it like do? A,
1: that's like a guest guest star or guest marble. Oh, uh, a guest marble. Oh, a, guest marble. A, oh a marble oh. of guesting. I got it.
0: All right. No, uh, I'm kidding.
1: I've never... I never
0: you never have to
1: myself to anybody else's party
0: you always full marble is what you do you firm full i always marble. go full
1: marble unlike yeah. uh david beckham who yeah. we now learn uh is, does not have either of them because victoria has them both. yeah
0: she has all the marbles <laughs> and... <laughs> all right you uh, know
1: we'd better get to our uh our yeah first we're guest. gonna get
0: our get we're gonna get a guest in here i think that's a great idea and we're gonna play this to get it kicked off right where is it i made it i made a new one and now it is here sound can only mean one thing it's time for us to welcome our friend red fraggle aka amy to the show for a little
6: read this
0: hi amy how are you
6: hello Yay. hello
1: <laughs> we can hear you yeah we
0: yes. can totally hear you how the heck are you are you doing well are you are you I, feeling um, it
5: yeah i am we're all set for the holidays i i made everybody stockings this year I got those oh, cool. oh yeah
0: i saw yeah. your uh i saw a tiktok of uh some of that that looked great yeah,
5: my my son wanted a Deadpool one, so I made like a little little Deadpool face and put it nice. on a little red.
1: Sock
0: yeah, I thought it, it turned out. I thought Chim- that. I hope out you really put well.
1: chimichangas in there for uh, for Christmas. <laughs>
5: <laughs> there's oh, a, because... there's a stuffed unicorn.
0: Oh, nice. Oh,
5: is there? Nice, perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's close enough. Some little baby legs. Yeah, right. it's the comic version of the of the chimichanga. Uh, Anyway, it's good to have you here. Of course, this is our second version of This With You, although last week's was on a PM edition, but this is your regular time slot now. How how does that feel to you? Feel all right about today?
5: Yeah, pretty good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Everything seemed to work despite uh, technical issues for last week and, of course, yesterday. Yeah, our
0: dry run last week was uh, tricky, but today you sound great. You sound like you're in the room with us. That's all that matters. Uh, So we're going to dive right in. Of course, this segment's all about recommending books and sometimes, you know, we'll get into a whole genre discussion, but uh, I have no idea what you're bringing today, so tell us what uh, what you got flying. What's going on?
5: All right. So, yeah, I've turned on my my video here so you can, oh, you can share nice. that if you want to, but yeah. hey. I'm happy. Um so I'm really really excited to tell you guys about this book. So, um the way I know about this book is really an interesting and fun story, but Go ahead. The name of the book is The Wakeful Wanderer's Guide to New New England and Beyond by Jim Infantino.
0: Oh, I've never heard if, of this.
5: If the name Jim Infantino rings any bells, it might be for a couple of reasons. One, um, Jim is the lead singer of the band Jim's Big Ego, who did uh, songs like Stress and uh, The Ballad of Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, those are Those are Jim. Also... Fans of the TV show, The Flash, might remember around season three, there was an episode called Infantino Street. Yeah.
0: And- Wait, is the Ballad of Barry Allen about Barry Allen, The Flash? Yes.
1: It is? Yeah, we've even played that, uh, we lost Amy. Oh. But
0: yeah, no, he's he's they're big into
1: um, kind of the pop culture comic book uh, kind of
0: um, uh, related that. songs. That's, that's yeah. great. I have no idea. That there I was.
1: want to say we've even played that one on the show as part of uh, something.
0: Oh, we might have. Way
1: right. back in the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, way back. Amy, you still there? Do we
1: have you back,
5: Amy? Am I Am I back yeah, here? Yeah, you're back. I you're good. Literally, Discord just kicked yeah. me out. Yeah, it so, said, hey, right. we're welcome
1: to this week
5: uh, in, in the <laughs> internet. Yeah. yeah, it just, all of a sudden, just boom, it was gone. And I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. Straight,
0: no. straight up, I blame uh, Amazon. It's their fault. Okay. Bezos. It's yeah, Bezos. It's Bezos and Bezos. his damn... Weenie Rockets Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> is Weenie Rocket I mean I, we talk about Shaped like a penis all the time But no one's ever yeah. said Weenie Rocket to me That's great <laughs>
1: That's great. That's I the did new that name. because Amy is on, and I didn't
0: want to say the word penis. Yeah, no, I get you. She's like a sister to yeah. us. We can't say penis. Well, to our exactly. sister. I can't say that in yeah, front of Amy. Word. That word. Anyway, well done, sorry,
5: Brian. Well done. So, <laughs> so we, no we can, while you were didn't gone, say, Brian, Brian
0: confirmed. Say penis? <laughs> no, you can say penis all you want. Say penis all day. Uh, no, Brian, no. Brian confirmed that the Barry Allen in reference here was uh, was in fact the Flash, which I did not know. That's kind of cool. So that's where we yeah. were while you were gone.
5: Yeah, yeah. So Jim is actually the ne- the nephew of Carmine Infantino, who originally was was one of the original artists who drew the Flash. Yeah. Um, so and,
1: and I had a great run on uh, in with Marvel doing the Star Wars comic book. Like I, for a long time, like eighty
0: issues or something, Carmine
1: Infantino was uh, was the man, was the artist. That's
0: pretty cool. Hey. I, I why those names aren't ringing a bell to me? I don't know. I usually know a lot about that old stuff, but. This one, this one's not ringing for me. I don't know why. But anyway. Well,
5: it it will now.
0: Okay, Sweet. now
5: you'll remember it. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Jim is uh, mainly I know him from his singer songwriter stuff, and you know because I really enjoy all of Jim's Big Ego and and all of his music. And he started doing a thing towards the beginning of the pandemic where he was doing sort of these he calls them his solo and isolation concerts mm-hmm. where he was basically just him um hanging out in his office you know by himself and his guitar and and it was great and there you know we had a little it was like this you know we had a little chat room and whatnot and then he started doing kind of a little zoom after party with those and my husband's a huge fan and so he was all excited like oh should we should we do it should we join the the zoom after party <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's Carmine. <sighs> okay, <laughs> um, cool. That's Uncle Carmine. Um, and uh, so, anyway, so we joined the Zoom, and then basically we became friends with this guy who we've kind of thought of as a, as a rock star for several years, mm-hmm. um, which was pretty cool. And then it turns out he was writing a book, um, and it's now turned into a series of books, and it's speculative fiction. He calls it... A post-apocalyptic cyber hippie travelogue.
0: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You kind of had me at all all of that. That all sounds great.
5: So it's, it's a really interesting look at what would happen if, you know, a combination of climate change and economic collapse just completely turned our society inside out. And... It was. It's. It's really, really interesting because you've got these two different factions of people. Um, there's like the traditionalists who are sort of refusing uh, technology and they're refusing anything you know, sort of medically new. Sure. Um, might sound kind of appropriate for this period of time. Sure. <laughs> um, and then there are uh, the interconnected and. The interconnected have completely issued all sorts of traditional economics, and everything is based on like. Imagine a world where your the number of likes you get on Twitter is actually like determines how well you live. Oh. Like, there's no, there's well. no money, there's no economics. It's all based on how well liked you are. That
0: seemed like the the Black Mirror. Uh, thing. Yeah, Black Mirror yeah. episode reminds me of that a little bit right, wasn't that yeah. the deal is you, you yeah were... with
1: the uh, Howard, um Ron Howard's daughter with three names,
0: uh, oh Bryce Dallas, Howard,
1: Bryce, Dallas Howard, yeah, it was yeah the one she with had, that, had she, that same kind of thing she
0: went everywhere with a phone device thing and they would always yep. your social
1: yep. status was determined by your number the number of stars on your profile, yeah, that's right. nice
0: and dystopic. I like that,
5: yeah, yeah. it's really, really interesting. and this it even goes a step further because most people who are interconnected. Um, they kind of communicate telepathically
4: mm.
5: and um so a lot of people literally don't talk anymore um oh, wow. and it's it's sort of a giveaway if you you know if you if you talk out loud you know with your mouth um so it's <laughs> it's interesting it's sort of like now where you can kind of tell you know if you go out in a public space the people who are, are not wearing masks you know yeah. um whereas you know with in, in this world, if people are talking out loud it's it's a bit of a giveaway so sure. but it's really really interesting and it's it, it talks about like it, you follow this one guy who literally he just he doesn't live anywhere he just sort of wanders around and he has his little blog that people follow and he he wanders around to the different tribes and sort of uh, documents. You know what their what all their customs are like and everything, yeah. and then there's a whole story with this woman named Helen, and it all gets really, really fun and interesting. And um, it's, a bit, in name, the, in what, it's a bit in the in the beginning, it's a bit like author? lost, where you're like, "What the heck is going on here?"
0: What's the full name and, um, of the book again? Just so I'm, I'm going to show it up on the chat here. The name it
5: is that. the the Wakeful Wanderer's Guide to New New England and Beyond. First
0: guide, the New New England. And beyond—that's a big title.
5: Yes, yeah. So the series is just the Wakeful Fiona Wanderers Apple. Guide. Did Fiona Apple write that title? Yeah, it was very
0: <laughs> Fiona Apple. That's funny. Uh, so the, the yeah. second
5: one, the second book in the series is called uh, the Wakeful Wanderers Guide to Disillusionment. So, okay. and then there's there's actually going to be a third one, where I'm really excited about the third book. He ha- he's writing it now because um, he's putting in a character who has narcolepsy. Because, you know, all the characters, the interconnected people have these interesting, you know, mental implants. Mm. And so he sort of goes into, okay, well, how would how would somebody who has a neurological condition handle having some of these implants? Yeah. And uh, so he consulted with me about what it's like to have narcolepsy. <laughs> I so- forgot you had oh, wow. that.
0: So can I ask you a question about that? I hope it's not too personal to ask you this.
5: Yeah, okay. no, of okay. course. Yeah, go ahead. So
0: <clears throat> I've never... excuse me I've never known anybody with narcolepsy although we did have a neighbor who I just didn't know but there was somebody who fell asleep at the wheel of the car and it was their first uh, instance of the condition it's a horrible time
1: to discover you've got it
0: no kidding and they slammed into a tree they're okay everything's good but the car got all banged up Um, and then from then on they couldn't I think they couldn't even get a license or whatever Mm -hmm. so my question is is that true like can you not do they not let you drive if if you have a clinical case of, of narcolepsy
5: Well, so it depends. Um, In my case, I can drive. I'm fine. Um, But, uh, you know, you have to go and see a neurologist and you have to be I I literally have to go see my neurologist, even though my case of narcolepsy is fairly mild. Um, I have to go see him every six months to a year um, for that reason, because he's like, look, you know, you're my patient. And so if if something happened, and you were in an accident, I could be responsible for that. Uh-huh. Um, so I have to go in and check in with him. But mine is very mild. Um, there's actually, and and Talia could actually probably speak on this pretty well because it's a neurology thing. but um, there's like three different things that that uh, three different symptoms of narcolepsy that show up. One is like excessive sleepiness and uh so it's not really like it is in the movies where you just all of a sudden a
1: a snap of a finger you're asleep
5: right yeah like um but part of it is a thing called cataplexy where cataplexy is almost like the reverse of a seizure um it's just like all of a sudden your muscles just all collapse like you just have no you just have no muscle tone and you just
0: is it like Just a like a over. like a it's probably not a relaxing feeling it's probably kind of scary.
5: Well, right? yeah, if you're awake certainly cuz like what cataplexy is typically for is sleep paralysis. Yeah. So you know how like you know people who have um somnambulism, you know, i.e. sleepwalkers, they have the opposite of this where they don't have enough sleep paralysis to keep them in bed
4: Oh, I see. Um,
5: and okay. so that's what it is it's like the opposite of that where you have too much of it and so when even when you're awake you can just fall over i don't have that part which is yeah. what makes it not dangerous yeah. for me to drive <laughs> right.
1: no kidding uh, oh
0: my god yeah. have you ever had anything oh. where you were like in the middle of something like talking or in front of people or anything where you're just like oh, okay here we go and then just like fell into some sort of you know version of what you're talking about is that has that well, ever happened to you
5: Thankfully, not when I'm in front of people and talking to people. Although I have to admit, I was a little bit tempted to just go. You yeah. know, when we start,
0: can you
1: pretend like uh, if you're in like, a really boring meeting, you can be like, "Oh no, my narcolepsy! Oh no,
5: this yeah. is bad. I better oh, no. go.
0: I better leave." Yeah.
5: boring meeting absolutely absolutely (laughs) i have absolutely like openly slept in the middle of a boring meeting like no lie did you
0: leave leave home that day with like hand-drawn eyeballs on your eyelids just in case
5: something goes weird um well there was there was some video taken of me which was kind of fun but yeah Oh, Oh, (laughs) oh man but yeah so um they actually when you when you first Think, okay, well, maybe there's something, you know, I'm sleeping a lot and there's, maybe there's something wrong with me. One of the things they have you take is the Epsworth sleepiness scale. And it's like 17 or so questions about like how likely you are in a, in a given scenario to fall asleep. And it gives you like a whole bunch of different ones, like driving a car or if you're a passenger in a car or if you're in a meeting or watching a movie or... Reading a book, you know, all, all these different, and they're they're all you know varying <laughs> with, in scale. Yeah. With
1: 17 questions, I think I'd be asleep by question 13 <laughs> or 14. So. Well,
5: right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's
1: the real test, right? It doesn't have anything to do with how you answer; it's how far you make it through sure. the uh, 17 sure. questions. Do you ever? So, well, since
0: you're an avid reader, that's one of the questions. Like, d- is does reading put oh, you there, yeah. or does it, or do you feel like uh, I don't know? Do you feel like yes. that's the one case for another? That oh.
5: is that is one reason why I read so much is because it actually does turn my brain off enough to where I can get good sleep at night. Because a lot of the the flip side of narcolepsy is that it's really about the quality of sleep that you get at night yeah. more than it, more than it is just sleeping all the time during the day. So uh, the thing with a narcoleptic is literally I could go to bed right now and fall asleep. No problem. It's <laughs> it's not about the amount. I can get all the sleep I want. I'm still going to be tired. And it's because of the quality of sleep that I'm getting. Narcoleptics tend to spend too much time in REM sleep. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we don't get enough of like the deep restorative sleep. Mm. And so that's why we're tired all the time.
0: Yeah. Sleep's weird, man. Sleep stuff is so weird. Like the science on it is getting, obviously we know more and more these days than we used to know, but you know, back when I was young, it was like, ah, seven hours is too much. Get up, you lazy, whatever. And then, you know, oh, I slept like crap last night. Nobody really thought more about it than that, but it's like. Deep. It's like, you know, you need it. Your body's got this crazy cycle where if you're not getting like good, like you said, restorative sleep, you're kind of screwed no matter which end you're on. Like whether you're on your end of too much REM or like me, not enough, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's bad for you. So, yeah. Um, yep.
5: That's why sleep hygiene is important. And so, thus, I became an avid reader because it's way better to read a book before you go to bed than it is to be looking at our lol handheld screens all the time I'll
1: bet yeah what's so. what's the frequency of being in REM sleep uh,
5: yeah. yeah ask Kenneth yeah Ask Kenneth.
0: <laughs> he's the only one that knows um all right well uh, sorry we took you on a little off-road there that's interesting yeah, we, oh
5: no it's okay yeah. I was I was cracking up because I was like suddenly I'm 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 doing Bobby's segment I guess well you
0: know so. what's what's interesting about what you've described about the book though is you know everybody's kind of got their little in uh, idiosyncratic conditions or whatever um, that reminds me of this season or this this first and only season of Hawkeye. There's a there's a main character who's uh, who's deaf. I won't give much else away, but um, I really like how they mm-hmm. deal with it. Like it's not yeah. it's not just a throwaway. Like oh, she's deaf. That means she's got a weakness or whatever. Like she uses it to her strength, and it's like this crazy. It's very cool. Like I, I really like how they've done that, and I like stories like that where books authors or or writers aren't afraid to approach that stuff in a in a different kind of narrative way i don't know it sounds like that's what's going on here
5: yeah oh absolutely and and in fact jim kind of addresses some of that because some people who like with physical disabilities um as far as things like that like blindness deafness are actually kind of Quote unquote cured by the implants, especially you know, deafness is kind of not an issue as much when nobody's talking anymore. Everybody's uh, communicating telepathically. Yeah. Um. But uh, also, people like uh, with you know autism um, to the point of being nonverbal suddenly can can participate much more in in a society like this. And so it's really it's really very interesting. Like, um, you know, kind of looking at you know how how this how how something like this and our our intimate relationship with technology can change our relationships to each other mm. Um, it's a, it's a really, I honestly, it's a really great book and I'm, I'm excited for the third one to come out. So it's a, it's a really good series. Totally recommend. And Scott, I definitely think you would like it cause you know, it's post-apocalyptic. So, yeah you
0: know, I like those. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, again, that book is called, I have it right here cause I wrote it down and then I skipped ahead and I'm an idiot. Where did it go? Will Re- <laughs> you repeat the name of the thing for us? Will you please?
5: It is the wakeful wanderers guide.
0: There it is. Uh, go get it now available wherever you get your books including uh, looks like it'd be good on my my Kindle paper white.
5: Yep, uh, it right? is um, available on Kindle. Um, <clears throat> also you can go to you can go to Jim's website um, and and get it f- directly from him. I think it's like wakefulwanderers.com. I'll put that in the chat because um, I want to make sure I've got the right website there yeah. Um, Sorry, should have looked that up before. No, show, it's all good. <laughs> uh, looks
0: like it's just, it might be just JimInfantino.com. I don't know, I'm not sure. But if you, you do a quick gurgle, Google search, Google search, look on Google. A Google search. <laughs> yeah, look on gurgle.org. Um No, Google it and you'll find about 100 <laughs> results. Or in my case, duck, duck, Go it and you'll find it. Uh, yeah. Well, very cool. I love this segment. I think it's great. It's a cerebral, hey, reading books is still cool, man, kind of uh-huh. deal. And I like it. Uh, but I hope it doesn't put you to sleep ever while we're talking. That would be a bummer.
5: Oh no, 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 never, never, <laughs>
0: All right. never fall well, asleep. Never. Hopefully <laughs> never bore you on here. Uh, tell people where they can find more of Amy these days. Where can they go?
5: Oh, yes. So you can follow me on Twitter. I'm, uh, Amy Robinson VO on Twitter. Um, i'm I'm also you know, in all the Frogpants Discord chats and all that stuff, and uh on TikTok as Red Fraggle Three, yep. and I'm about to start a new series. I think I'm probably gonna start it at the beginning of the year where uh with me and a puppet doing chuck says weird stuff
1: i remember you talking so. about that before it's awesome yeah
0: i wanted yeah. i would you should have a narcoleptic puppet story that's what you should do
5: oh that yeah. would be great yeah that's a great idea yeah, and then it'd be you educational all of a sudden, like the puppet falls asleep yeah. that's a great
0: idea. <laughs> have him fall asleep at the wheel and wrap his <laughs> volkswagen around a tree i think it'd be great uh <laughs> amy have a fantastic week and we'll see you i guess next we we still have a show next week, right Thursday? It's we do, as far as I know, yeah. yeah. The Christmas Eve
1: Eve, yeah, yeah, yeah we, we, we
0: do. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, I look we'll forward to totally it.
5: Totally up for a show next week. Awesome. So, yeah.
0: All right, everybody. Cool. It's Amy. We'll see you later. Take Bye care. Now. I really like this segment. I do too. It's a great addition. She's delightful, is why. She is.
1: Yeah. You know, she could talk about anything and it'd be and it would be absolutely delightful. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh... Yeah, chat I, I my it's A little insensitive about the car thing, but that was a callback to the earlier discussion about car, cars and trees. Okay, <laughs> everyone calm down. All right, that's the Read This segment. Very cool. We love it. All right, let's get to uh, some news stuff this week. Here you go.
1: And dance by the light of the moon.
0: It's your Thursday news, and it's brought to you by...
1: Brought to you by Ian Levenstein. Here is what he says. For the past few years, I've been a co-host of one of the longest-running comic book podcasts on the internet, Comic Geek Speak. You can find us at ComicGeekSpeak.com and on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Comic Geek Speak. Go check
0: it out today. Nice. Always can go for more comic stuff. Very cool. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. yeah, The heck do you mean? All right. Check it out. It's my deal, Wade. Here's here's your first headline of the week uh, or the day. Death metal band Omicron won't change its name. Good. Yeah, I say lean hold on. into it. Yeah, stay where you're at. Listen, we didn't we didn't change it for TMS when the morning show came out on uh, Apple TV Plus. Right. If, yeah, but that's not a virus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not.
1: Well, that, no, that's nah. not killing people. Yeah. But I uh, mean, Delta Airlines didn't change it. There's a Greek diner somewhere out there. Um, I saw the post about it, but I can't remember where it was. Called Omicron Diner, and they're not changing. They're not changing it either. So yeah,
0: they're not going to go back and change all those Futurama episodes to be from something else per CI8. It's right. always going to be Omicron. Did you,
1: did you uh, copy that audio that got sent to us yesterday by chance? No. Where? I'm what, giving you a link right now. Blah, 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 blah. This is great. Was this email I'm putting tools? it in our Discord chat. Click that.
0: Okay. I'm clicking it. Oh. Okay. How to pronounce Omicron the Star Trek way, it says. So here's the... Uh, I'm clicking it. Here we go. We Unmute that. Turn up the volume. Uh. How to pronounce omicron says Omicron 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 Omicron
2: Omicron 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 Omicron
0: Omicron 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 Omicron
2: Omicron 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 Omicron
4: Omicron 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 Omicron
2: Omicron 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 Omicron
1: but they but they did it both two ways <laughs> yes you hear omicron and omicron
0: okay that's great what an awesome Isn't
1: that... <laughs> Isn't that great
0: i don't know who put that together but that's really really good oh it's so good yeah yeah well now you all name know.
1: all those star trek people audience that just heard this uh the audio version
0: <laughs> <laughs> jk grammar's got a good one omicron i like that omicron Umic- omicron Omicron. All right. Omicron. Anyway, Omicron. There you go. Ah, old Letterman reference. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Uh, well, anyway, this band. Uh, they say that. Uh, they say not meaning the band, but the world. The world says that there's no such thing <laughs> as bad publicity. Right. All publicity right. is good publicity. Well, the Belgian death metal band Omicron will not change its name despite sharing it with the new COVID variant. The group's founder and lead guitarist Felipe Del, Del- Haut told Sky Mm -hmm. News things were really crazy when the latest coronavirus strain hit the headlines and that his colleagues had considered a switch, but he said they decided against it in the hope that it might lead to more people listening to their music and help vanquish, quote, the bad association with Omicron. Except he said it like Probably
1: not. The bad
2: association with Omicron. (laughs) That's
0: That's what death metal is.
1: Probably won't vanquish the bad association with Omicron, but uh, people will be able to... You know, figure out whether they're talking about the virus or the death metal band.
0: Yeah, they'll get over it just like Delta Airlines. It's fine.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: You know, we lo- we dodged a bullet because Delta used to own the rights to have our stadium for the Utah Jazz named after them. So we had the Delta oh, Center really? for years and years and years and years. It was always yeah. the Delta Center. Delta Center is a bad name during the Delta variant. Like, Yes, it
1: is. It's, it's the, the center, center of Delta, of Delta. right yeah. there. <laughs> Which is
0: probably more true than I'd like to... Say. Um let's That's see.
1: Right. Hey, by the way, just a side note, yeah. Discord and Zoom, a perfect parody right now. When you move your mouth, I hear the words come out.
0: Yeah, he uh it seemed to have got better as it time did. went. On.
1: Got very got great. Yeah. yeah.
0: So for whatever reason, we thank the gods above for,
1: <laughs> for all right.
0: of that. Um let's see. We thought about building our album, which is next spring and putting it together, says Mr. Del Hout. Uh, But then the news hit in November and people started getting in touch with us. The attention is cool, but we don't want people to think we are using the disease to get our band widely spread. So there's a delicate balance there. Yeah. yeah. Don't take advantage of it, but also, you know, you don't have to change it.
1: They're not calling their new album Variants.
0: No. (laughs) Oh, can you imagine? Oh, my gosh, dude. Make sure to get the new album. (laughs) (laughs) Omicron Variants. (laughs) I hate death metal. Sorry, guys, but I hate it. I just I can't do that whole
1: I can't either the the Cookie Monster voice yeah I'm so
0: glad Tristan doesn't listen to that stuff anymore oh is he over it then he's he's over it he's past it yeah Yeah. Nick's Nick's sort of over his mumble rap er, uh, era kick Mm -hmm. that he was really into toward the end of high school Mm -hmm. um he still likes a good amount of hip hop but I do too so you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's fine but the real mumbly stuff as long as you
1: like a good amount yeah a good amount.
0: amount not a fair amount not a not a large amount but a good amount
1: Carter is questioning.
0: She's saying you don't like the Cookie Monster voice? No at all, Carter. You know, you know this. I hate that. I hate death metal screamo freaking and Carter's yeah. a little bit of a metalhead. She likes she likes all that stuff. And we were talking about Allison Chains the other day, and she was like, Oh, I love that band. And you know, her and I agree mm. on most of the heavy metal stuff. I don't think she likes the Screamo either, though. I don't think it really is her jam. So I don't know why I'm not sure why she's asking. But anyway. Uh where are we here? Hope she's feeling better. She might have an actual cold right now. oh, uh, Yeah. They've maybe an actual it. cold. Yeah. On top of the, you know, the the reaction of the the, the booster
1: reaction. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, we're
0: still trying to figure it out, but. So oh, she says, "I don't oh. like screamo, but the death metal, but I like the death metal. It's about finding the good stuff." Yeah. I mean, there's the, something in there. The, I'm sure. The good death metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, Madagin says, how about Yacht Rock? Hey, give me Yacht Rock uh, 24-7. Can't get enough Yacht Rock.
0: Nothing wrong with Yacht Rock.
1: Anything that's got Kenny Loggins or Michael McDonald on vocals, I'm in.
4: (laughs) He came from somewhere back in a long ago.
1: I'm living under a bridge down in Santa Monica.
0: You Please
1: give me some food.
0: I love that you know the words. I don't know not any I make it words. up words. Those are not the real words. This is me going. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's,
0: that's it. That's all I know. Uh, I like everything. There's nothing I don't like except modern country. I think it's garbage, but I like old country. I like, uh, you know, yeah. uh, uh, bluegrass, all that old stuff. Yeah, you and I have very similar, uh, similar tastes and all that. Mm-hmm yeah i like new stuff old stuff uh mm-hmm. whatever i love that that new i can't get i mean i know it's it can kill you after a while if you listen to it too often i suppose any any modern pop song but that weekend post malone uh, co- uh, collab song um forgot the name of it anyway the one that's out right now can't get enough of that song love yeah. it it's great by the way, our effort to get Post Malone over for dinner one night because he lives in Holiday and Park City mm-hmm. has houses yeah. in three places here. Um, you know, we we hit a bit of a roadblock, Brian, and here's what it is. Oh no, uh-huh. I'm still convinced. Because um, Nick thinks so. My son works at a place that at night they open up for for small concerts. Ever Everclear was there the other night. A lot of '90s kind of era stuff. Um, and Everclear is not young anymore. Holy crap! No, anyway, they're not. Uh. Yeah. Uh, one of them that, that they've been trying to get and they think they're going to get it is Post Malone because Post Malone's huge into like um, the other stuff this club does. Yeah. which just a lot of leather stuff and boots and things that they're super into and it's an expensive kind of high roller kind of place. It seemed like somewhere he'd go. Um, anyway, so there's been discussion. He might even perform. So there's a connection there. We might be able to say, hey, my mom really wants to make you dinner one night and he seems <laughs> like the kind of guy he seems like the kind of guy would say, oh yeah, totally. I'd totally do that. He seems like that kind of yeah. dude. Like he shows yeah. up people shows up at like Magic the Gathering games in the middle of town for no reason. Uh in Walmart, he'll just show up and buy magic car. He loves magic, he's super into it. So uh, all of this, here's the roadblock. I heard an interview just two days ago on YouTube where somebody asked him what his hygiene is like. Okay. He showers That's once. a weird question by it's the way. It's a weird way, question to ask. It is a weird question. I think it's because he's a little ratty looking. You know, he just looks like he might be a little whatever.
1: Uh, Regardless, you know, I don't think you you don't go up to somebody and say, hmm, you look kind of shady.
0: What's your hygiene like? Yeah, what's your hygiene like? It was a weird question, but he answered it. And he said, this is out of his mouth. He showers like once a week and doesn't use deodorant. And and he's kind of musky is what he says. Now, I'm not saying I'd turn him down entirely. I'm just saying, you know, maybe we (sighs) get him on the shower day. And then we get posty. Yeah, in the or house. or you wait until spring when you guys can eat outside. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, and apparently this is a known thing. You know, people know that he's just one of those guys, and it's fine.
1: Uh, whatever. There are a lot yeah, of people
0: yeah. in Hollywood and then music and stuff where they're all like, "Yeah, man, <laughs> whatever." I, I,
1: I, I would ask that same question to uh, Adam Droughts of the Counting Crows. Yeah. Uh, just out of curiosity.
0: Yeah, how you doing there, Captain? Mr. Yeah, how's your Crow? hygiene, Adam? Yeah. Can you count all the ways that your crow hygiene is working for you? <laughs> uh, <let's> yeah. See. <laughs> all right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time with Randy. We're going to, we're going to, we moved a segment. We've moved Catwoman yep. from yesterday to and, today. And we're going
1: to move him to the top of the segment because he has a hard cutoff.
0: Oh shit. Hello. All right. Well, we'll, we'll do that right away. Uh, so that's happening right after this. Uh, no Wendy today. She's in uh she's in post COVID booster mode. <laughs> So she's not here today. So sorry, everybody who's looking for help for their real problems in life. You're going to have to wait a week. Uh, but Randy will be here after this. So Brian, let's play a song and then we'll get to it. What do you got?
1: Yeah. Well, what's cool about this is that Amy sent it to me because it's connected to her Read This segment. Uh, this is Jim's Big Ego. We were talking about Jim Infantino and and uh, the the author of the um, Wakeful Wanderer's Guide that was talking about it earlier. Um This is a song from his band. It's called uh, Utopia. He decided it was the best one um, to go with our discussion of that book. Uh, It's fantastic. Here is Jim Infantino and Jim's Big Ego and the song Utopia. I had a dream,
3: and then my dream became a day job. Now I cannot find a friend to listen to me complain I had a scheme, but then my scheme became a nightmare I gotta find a scheme to fix it I wanna sail away to utopia Utopia Further and further edge of the horizon Utopia Utopia Come about attacking are tacking to Utopia
4: I had an idea
3: and so I became a leader Something has gone wrong I didn't see it coming If I had a song Then I could make it sweeter Standing in the public square So they could hear me strumming Utopia Utopia Further and further On the edge of the horizon Utopia, Utopia. Pack your bag with trekking to Utopia. Dear brother, I write you express. Never should have landed here. I didn't do nothing wrong under the wall and then floating in the ocean. And then I will be free again. Free to start all over in. You told beyond, you to me further and further. On the edge of the horizon Utopia, utopia Come about, we're drifting to utopia Utopia, utopia
0: Of you guys know this, but I, I don't just make podcasts. I like them. I like to consume them. And in particular, there's one show I want you guys to know about today, American Scandal. It's a podcast from Wondery, and it takes you deep into the heart of America's dark side to look at what drives cutthroat competitors to succeed no matter the cost, whether it's legal or not. In this new season, the Pentagon Papers, they explore the highly controversial leaked documents that led Americans to demand and end to the catastrophic war. In the 1960s, Daniel Ellsberg was a young government official. He discovered that U.S. leaders were secretly escalating a war that they knew they could never win. Thousands of men were being drafted each year, only to be senselessly killed in that war. Once Ellsberg recognized this terrible truth, he made the bold decision to leak the documents. These are also known as, yeah, the Pentagon Papers. So... He knew that, you know, consequences could be dire, but he did it anyway. And in this story about self-sacrifice and justice, you're going to have a great time. It's just a really educational listen. It's also the story of Ellsberg's transformation from government operative to anti-war whistleblower and how his actions altered the course of American history. Listen to American Scandal, the Pentagon Papers on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your shows. You can listen one week early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus, in the Wondery app. Today's episode is also brought to you by our good friends at Bombas. Ah, oh, Bombas. They're back, baby. We love these guys. They make socks that are comfortable, look great, come in a variety of options and colors. And uh, for every sock pair of socks you purchase, did you know Bombas donates a pair to someone in need? That's my favorite thing about these socks. They're also great socks, but they're made from super soft material like uh, merino wool, pima cotton, and even cashmere. Mmm, cashmere. But also makes them the perfect comfortable winter uh, layered item, you know? Like, we got snow right now. I got two feet of snow. Guess what I'm wearing? Bomba socks. Anyway, everything they make is seamless, tagless, soft, luxurious, cozy. And for everything you do, there's a pair of Bomba socks to use as well. Uh, Performance styles for every sport. Holiday styles when you're feeling festive, like right now. Plenty more. Bombas has the coziest gifts for everybody on your list. And they got these really great boxes too. So even if you don't wrap, like I hate wrapping, uh, these look great. And I, I'm you know, happy to just do the gift and get straight to it. Socks are one of the most requested clothes items in homeless shelters and in that, uh, you know, in that order. That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. That's pretty rad. Bombas' mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So, this holiday, when you give Bombas to somebody on your list, you're also giving them to someone in need. It's a give, give. Go to bombas.com slash TMS and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B O M B A S dot com slash TMS for 20% off that first purchase.
1: It can't be done. It won't
2: go. It won't fly.
3: It won't work. We can't do it. What's the use? Well, you could probably put a lot of recipes in there.
0: Huh? The morning stream. <laughs> we're back everybody hey hey brian tell me that song yeah. one more time
1: sure that song again is utopia by jim's big ego uh from the album free from 2008 very or maybe it's just a free album i don't know one yeah. of those two
0: very very nice yes. all right we're adding randy to the mix and we're gonna do
1: randy. Little, uh,
0: this is gonna be great That music means Randy's here. It's time for recommendals. Yeah. It's early uh, Wednesday, but not 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 this week. Yeah, yeah. It's today. Randy, thanks for being so delayable. We appreciate it. Oh,
6: happy, <laughs> happy. I'm very, very
1: happy. Yeah.
0: We I love, appreciate
1: I, your delayability. Yeah,
0: it's
6: I, I love this so much. I I really have been like trying to follow all the suggestions. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a bit much. So like this week, I'm going the other way. Yeah. We're, we're reversing course.
0: Yeah, it happens wow, okay. uh, when when you guys when we have you know two of the three of us recommending really cool stuff, and then you know we're trying to recommend our own. Unique things, but you also really like what everyone else is talking about. It's hard to mm-hmm. keep up. I've found it is. Yeah, yeah. totally is tricky. Yeah,
6: and tricky. and and I'm just gonna I'm gonna say like this is a black black mental I'm pulling this week, but I went into it expecting to have some appreciation for it because. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get to it in a minute, but oh. it's just like, right. it's just it's just weird. It's weird when you feel, you think, oh, there's going to be something here, and it turns out, no, 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 this is like really bad. Yeah,
1: there was a recent uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh-huh. Al Godot and The Rock thing that uh, mm-hmm. I had high expectations for. We yeah. watched it. Mm. It was,
4: yeah.
0: I've heard terrible things <laughs> about it. I hear it's
1: bad. Well, and- yeah. And like this is recommendal. so it it's like doesn't hey, follow the laws of physics or I, anything.
6: Like I, I, you the know, like I, I'm not going to come in here and and talk a lot about things I don't want you to see. That what I just I just hit something this week that's like, oh, I need to make sure people pre- prevent themselves from losing their you know
0: two hours of their life to this. Yeah, crap. this is a civic duty you're you're performing. Exactly. I think, yeah, I think that's important. All right, Well, our community appreciates it. Let's start things off with some clips from brian ibbett's choices this week there are Oh two no i think usual. we're doing randy first oh we're doing you first randy up. we got to give you a thing all right so we'll do well, you we first. can, yes, we can so. go in the usual order you sure? okay. You okay. All right. okay, all right we'll make okay. sure this works Good. so brian set us up for your first one there what do you got there
1: well it's funny both of mine are films yeah and both of mine are music related um the first one is uh more of a biography
0: Ooh, all right i'll we'll play it and see what we get well clearly somebody upset this girl Who is it? And, you know, for years, no confirmation. She's classy. She didn't talk about it and shit.
5: Everyone thinks it's um, the guy from some TV show. (laughs) It's funny, though, because I was dating so many more people than just him. But because of You Ought to Know and people saying it was about Dave Coulier, all this attention was like, she dated one person. Who's the person? Who gives a it's the experience.
0: All I know is I wouldn't want to be him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not, I don't care who he is, but I hope whoever he is, he went to therapy.
5: There's been about eight people who've claimed the song has been about them. So I'm always just like, ooh, who said? You know, who said?
4: <laughs> Interesting that you think that song's about you, huh?
0: Oh, this is that no. uh, bitterest pill thing deal. Yeah,
6: I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love her so much. Like she's she's uh, on the Great North, mm-hmm. and she's just amazing mm-hmm. on that show. Yeah,
1: really? Okay, uh, I didn't know she did anything uh, besides Dogma, and uh, you can't do that on television. They didn't. Did they? Maybe they mentioned the the Great North in the documentary, but um, that is the 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 documentary called Jagged. Not bitterest pill, although <laughs> what I should do is make you watch the jam uh, documentary as well, Scott, so you can separate the two.
0: Yeah, at this stage, I, I mostly do it for funsies, but yeah, I, know, I, I, I know still screw can. it up and forget. It's just the way yes. it is. With that.
1: Um, and the the uh, make no mistake, the documentary is. Kind of about Alanis Morissette, but more about that album and the impact of that album. You have to obviously talk about Alanis's um, history, her upbringing, all that stuff, and you have to talk about what she's been doing since. But for the most part, it's about that album. And there's a lot of controversy with the documentary, which I thought was okay. It's, it's, um, I think it's worth seeing, but it's not like a drop everything and watch it. Kind of like I feel like Get Back is a drop everything and watch it kind of thing, but um, is that what well, I, And
6: also, this this comes with a like a, a a feature podcast, right? So like for all you all you people who are looking for more podcasts in your life, days, yeah. though. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, let me ask you this: so uh, she yeah. uh, is the reason I heard Kevin Smith on that? Is the Dogma connection? Is that yes. why? Are yes. they, are
1: they like yeah. There's a lot of stuff? people. Um, uh, you got Kevin Smith. You've got uh, this producer that just fawns over every lyric and says. Uh, rain on on your wedding day. Who comes up with a brilliant lyric like that? Everyone he seriously says that. Yeah. yeah uh didn't answer two questions. It didn't answer. It didn't confirm that you ought to know is about Dave Coulier. Although I think we all pretty much know that it's about Dave Coulier. Yeah. And uh, it also didn't answer the question about why is everything an ironic not ironic.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
1: However, right? every other question you may have about it, I I did not realize that. Um, Oh, and now I'm blanking on his name. The drummer for Foo Fighters is uh, was her drummer for oh. um, all all those years of touring. Yeah, I and, forget. Um, always,
0: because Dave Grohl plays drums, I always forget who the drummer for Foo Fighters is because it's not Dave right. Grohl. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yes. it throws me off. Yeah, so they, that
1: me. <laughs> Claire's like, Dave Grohl is the drummer. No. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, Taylor Hawkins, thank you. Yes, Taylor Hawkins was Alanis Morissette's band's uh, drummer for a long time.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So, is it? was so, so a, why is she? Because apparently, the controversy yeah. part of it was she was mad or something, right? And
1: and I did a deep dive and tried to find out specifically what Alanis was so mad about this time. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> she said that she was misled about the documentary that they went places that she didn't want to go. And there was a salacious, um, the, the interview was more for salacious purposes, which I don't understand because the, the documentary goes into her, into detail about her life, her upbringing, her, um, uh, her, uh, influences and what she's doing now. And it doesn't paint her in a bad light and it doesn't, it doesn't, make you dislike anything about her hmm. but for whatever reason she hasn't been specific about it she does not like this this documentary did and she um,
0: did they get into any of the stuff about uh woodstock 99 and and her performance there and or any of that stuff not at okay. all no and it's it's because i don't know why
1: but this is also from the same people who did the, I mean, it's part of the music box series. Um, oh, that, it's that same series. Oh, okay. Same series. All right.
0: So, um, that's interesting. Cause her why role they didn't that, go into it? it I not, don't know. It's not like there was anything huge from that other than she was one of very few female performers at the event. And mm-hmm. it was an important part of the event because right as things were starting to go real gross, mm-hmm. she had finished up and was getting out of there and it felt very like, "Woof, glad you got out of here when you did sort of feeling. Yeah. No kidding. Cause it got weird, man. That thing was weird. But
1: yeah. there's, uh, interviews with other, other people in there. Shirley Manson from garbage talks a lot about her and influences. You know, they both were, uh, female leads in the nineties. And, um, Talks about how difficult it was to be um, a female rock star a singer in the '90s, and how that album, that uh, Jagged Little Pill album, yeah. was such a uh, an influence and such a you know it was the biggest selling, second biggest selling album of the '90s behind what I assume they never said it, but I assume the Bodyguard soundtrack is oh, was yeah. number one.
0: Yeah, if you count that um, one, and I don't know if you should, but yes. I mean, yes, sure you should. <laughs> is it
1: not an? It's album? a good. Al-
0: no, it's not even that. It's a bad. It's a good album. It's just that movie movie soundtrack, I don't know. I don't know why I feel like they should compete in a different category. I don't know why. Because cause yeah. there's a lot of pop stuff on there, right? Like, it's it's as big a pop stuff for Whitney Houston as she ever did. It's just because it's a movie and it's got Kevin Costner on the front of it with a gun, I just feels like it shouldn't be in the same category as just regular released music. I don't oh, know why. I
6: just looked it up. Two two albums that were bigger oh. sellers through the through the 90s. This is only okay. counting sales in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Jagged Little Pill was number three. Number two was Shania Twain's Come On oh, Over. Come
1: On Over. Yeah. And
6: number one Metallica Metallica. Uh, oh, Metallica, really? Metallica. Okay, the
0: Black Album. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, good, as it should be. Yeah. Well, okay, so also I just want to make the comment that uh, no pill with edges is a good pill. Don't take any pill that has edges Whether it's it.
1: jagged or bitter, yeah, don't, don't take Take Don't take yes. you or, one. but
6: you could like squeeze it into a little cube of cheese and
1: then yeah,
0: just swallowing. Sure, yeah, that's maybe what that's how, how she kids. should have
1: taken her jagged little pill. Like put in some bread, <laughs> some <laughs> peanut squeeze butter, squeeze
0: it into a cube yeah. of cheese. That's great. Do you Somebody ever, do you ever give up. a dog a pill? Like, oh yeah, like, yeah yeah. You, you gotta, gotta a little put in bit in of, cheese. Yeah yeah. peanut butter
6: cheese, whatever.
0: All right, well that one. So,
1: into pill in some food. There you go. So that one, we're giving
0: that a thumbs up. Then are you? You liked it.
1: I'm giving a thumbs up. It's not a drop it like if if you only see one music documentary, and we don't really call Get Back a documentary. We talked about this on ANTP or pre-NTP last night. Get back isn't as much a documentary as it is brilliant Beatles home movies. But if you are trying to decide between the two, go watch Get Back and if you've got time, watch Jagged.
0: Yeah, unless you're Justin but Robert Young, who thing- apparently really disliked the Beatles thing. He did he was he was talking some all kinds of oh, smack yeah. about that last night. Yeah.
1: Well, he, he hates fun. Yeah. Um, my second thing is uh, uh, this is a biopic. Actually, let me rephrase that. It's not. It's more of an adaptation of a one-man play that's semi-autobiographical. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay, interesting. Okay. Parse, while you're parsing that sentence, uh, let's play the yeah, clip. Yeah, let's play the clip. Here you go. I'm lost. I don't know what the show is. Is it social commentary?
2: Is it science fiction? And the music is the same thing. Is, is it rock? Is it Broadway? Is Love it both?
1: It. Is it neither? Yes, Richard See, Kind. What you
4: yes.
2: I have to say, I, I, I disagree pretty strongly, Walter. I think this is a musical that knows exactly what it is. Yes. Yes, I, of course. Yes, the absolutely. The world you've created is really original. It's fascinating. The problem is it's not particularly easy to follow the emotional thread. The details distract us from connecting with the characters. Does that make sense? Okay,
1: okay. Yes, yes, we're on the same page here. That's exactly how I felt. We're saying the same thing, just differently. But the music, okay, I'm sorry, the music just wasn't there.
2: I actually, I thought the songs were swell. Yeah, okay, yes,
1: yes, the
2: individual songs. Particularly like the one the young man sings at the end of the
1: first act. First-rate lyric and tune. Well
0: done. Sounds like Bradley Whitford and Richard (laughs) Kind to me.
1: Exactly who those Mm -hmm. two people are. And I didn't even include any audio from the main character, the main actor in this thing. But that's Bradley Whitford as Stephen Sondheim. And um, and, uh, uh, Richard Kind as Walter Bloom, head of uh, Musical Theater Workshop. Um, They are reviewing... A show called Tick Tick Boom, which is a Jonathan Larson um rock monologue. It's a one man show monologue uh, done by the guy who also created Rent. And this is uh an amazing um yeah, rest in peace, Jonathan Larson, who died right before opening night, or or a little bit before opening night uh for rent and never actually got to see um that uh um I didn't know that. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll tell you, it was. It was actually the an undiagnosed aortic aneurysm the night before Rent began previews off Broadway, so he never got to see uh, Rent um, go on, on that's stage. That's
0: just insane. That's I mean, that's not quite the same as Sondheim just passing right before West Side Story premiered as in its new form. That's not the same right. though. It's sort of I mean
1: it's similar. It's you know yeah. he's not getting to see a new adaptation of
0: his work. I feel like that's uh Yeah, it's similar. Yeah. I feel like yeah. you're but but in the case of Rent, it's like probably a huge part of your life's work is suddenly ready and now you die. You exactly. Know? Yes. Ugh. Yeah,
1: he at least Sondheim did get to see several adaptations of West End yeah. story. Larson yeah. never got to see any adaptations of Rent. Yeah. Um so this is so good. It's called Tick Tick Boom. And the, the film is by Lin, uh, produced by or directed by Lynn Manuel Miranda, as well as Brian Grazer and Ron Howard, um, uh, directed and produced by them, and then directed by Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah. What's, what's uh, great about this is the music, right? If mm-hmm. you like rent, if you, um, if you like any of that stuff, you'll love this. I'm blown away by Andrew Garfield, uh, Peter Parker and those in the second. A set of spider-man films who knows if he appears in the, uh, oh, yeah. uh <laughs> but he he uh portrays jonathan larson um in this adaptation it's i can't even say he's playing out ad- uh, jonathan larson he's playing the john character in the jonathan larson
0: tick tick boom ready champ yeah. why is that playing story Sorry. I don't right. know. i ready, champ. IMDb started playing for no reason. Sorry. Continue oh, on. Yeah. yeah. I like uh, him a lot, by the way. I just don't, I just want to make this clear. There's not enough Andrew Garfield in things. He should be in more things. Agreed. Yeah. He's great.
1: Yeah. What was the, um, the, the war thing that,
0: uh, oh, uh, where he uh, wouldn't kill any, it's the, the Mel mel Gibson. Yeah. it's thing. so good. Yeah. Oh, my
1: gosh. That still was, that was one that. of my, Gotta oh, it's, that. you need to, Rich. Hacksaw Ridge. One of the... And that, in my opinion, should have been the winner of uh, the Oscars that year as a nominee. Well, everybody
0: hates that Mel Gibson, see, so he gets a little bit of pushback. Probably. It yeah, stuff, it could huh? be. Yeah.
1: Um, anyway, uh, this also man. stars uh, Alexandra Shipp, who... We know some of us know anyway. As Storm from mm-hmm. the first class uh, first class X Men movies, the sure. <laughs> the the non Halle Berry Storm, mm-hmm. uh, also has uh, Vanessa Hudgens doing some vocals and doing a really good job in there as well. Um, as we mentioned, uh, yeah, Bradley I'm, Whitford. Yeah, go ahead.
6: I'm just glad that you unpacked this because, like my my sort of initial understanding of it is just based mm-hmm. on seeing a poster and yeah something like a description that i'm not reading really carefully on netflix yeah. and that experience led me to believe that this was another bo burnham inside like oh, just yeah. what i just what the first glance you no, know what i mean not at all. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's not
1: no this is uh this is excellent it is um uh the, like you said, the music is the standout thing of this. If you like, you said, if you like rent, you'll love this. But even if, even if you kind of like rent or have never seen rent, I think you'll still really like this. It's, um, it's infectious. It is so well acted. And I think it's got like a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes right oh, now. So it's, nice. yeah. it's well liked, well reviewed. Cool. Um, so yeah, check it out. It's, it's called great. uh tick, tick boom. And it's on Netflix,
0: by the way. Uh, I was just check. I know the cast list isn't is now pretty much known for the new Spider Man movie. I'm not going to spoil anything here, but nobody told me JB Smoove was in here. Nobody told me that. Oh,
1: really? I didn't know that even. Yeah,
0: I love That's him. Cool. Leon is yeah. in Spider Man. I'm so excited. Excellent, excellent. He's the best. Mother, you know, of I, I had to pee in a Gatorade bottle once. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I did that? Three times. You know how many times I drank that bottle? Once. <laughs> he's so funny all right uh here's mine this is a old movie uh gentlemen this is a movie from 1988 i believe uh yeah i think so um it's oh, a movie yeah.
1: jb smooth is one of peter parker's teachers he was in the previous one oh, was yeah. he i
0: don't remember that really yeah he oh, went
1: to gosh. went to europe with uh with all of them and oh that's right you know what i think i didn't I think I became it was him and it was him and the dude from Dazed and Confused.
0: Uh, I started yeah, Martin Starr. I started late with I started late with uh, Curb, and I think I caught up with Leon after I saw those first two. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I think Makes that's sense. why. All right, well that's cool. All right, so anyway, uh, sorry. Here, please, here it is, 1988 film. Uh, Let's we'll see if the chat room can get this one. Here you go.
3: I mean, it's only a matter of time before Serrano vanishes this guy from the planet, and I'm out four hundred fifty thousand. You're out four hundred fifty thousand on this guy. No. No. No, because I got you, and you're the best, and you're going to find him and bring him back. Yeah, right.
4: How
3: do you even know this guy is still alive? Because this guy is crazy. He sends postcards to Serrano. He's telling him what a great time he's having with his money.
1: How much time you got left?
3: Friday midnight, I default. I eat the 450. This Friday? That's five days. Forget it. You go find him. Give me my money. All right, look, listen to me.
0: All right. Bombat's got it. Uh, (laughs) Pants and uh, De Niro. Oh, my God. I know, right? Uh, Other folks in this. Charles Grodin. Yeah, Fed Cotto. Love him. John Ashton's Mm. great. Uh, Joey Pants, of course, you mentioned him. Uh, Dennis Farina, our big bad in this. It is 1988's Midnight Run. A movie I think is a, a per, almost a perfect film um i, I underappreciated genius oh, i love
6: I, it. I mean underappreciated at the time i feel like over the last 20 years it's grown in esteem mm-hmm. like, oh yeah for sure something there's just like it was just like a movie for the first 10 years it existed and then mm-hmm. something kind of people started calling it an influence and that kind of thing
0: yeah for sure i when i saw this with my friend bill evans in high school we loved, we loved this freaking movie. We thought it was amazing and we couldn't wait to tell everybody and everybody's like, "What? Well, that's like my dad's movie. What are you guys watching that for? Um, but it, we thought it was amazing and very funny. And as far as like road trip, kind of buddy cop style, you know, treatments or whatever, I still think this is the probably the best one. I just love it. I like it more than all of the stuff from that era. I like it more than most of the things that, you might point to now and say, Oh, the rock and Kevin Hart are basically making the run. It's better than all of those. Mm-hmm. And it's some of the best work, uh, De Niro's ever done in my opinion, because it's really the first time he gets to get comedic and yeah. still be a tough guy, but kind of, you know, do it in a new way. I think Charles Grodin is brilliant in it. I'm t- you know, say whatever you want about Grodin's career or whatever. Uh, he's, he's incredible in it. It's very funny. It's got heartwarming moments. It's edgy and never pulls back from being afraid to be edgy. Uh, it's not, you know, afraid to let the swears fly real hard. Uh, the joke that the FBI never knows, seems to know what they're doing uh, headed by Yafit Koto is actually funny. And usually that stuff is so trite and dumb and mm-hmm. stereotyped and tropey that I just can't get past it. Oh, Philip Baker, Fa- uh, Philip Baker Hall's in this as well. I forgot about him. Oh, He's great. He's great. Um, One of my favorite Joey pants roles, uh, an early one for him, obviously. It's funny, he's also in uh, um, Running Scared, which is a lot, you know, it kind of has well, similar DNA. Similar, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, a little bit anyway, but uh, it's great. I love that movie, and I saw it on Netflix, or no, let's see. Is that HBO uh, Apple Max? Apple TV? Apple TV, uh, no. Netflix?
6: It's on Netflix, Netflix I see that. Netflix till
0: the 31st. It, it gets okay. pulled after the 31st, so you got a little time. Do it quick. To watch it. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I revere it in the same way I revere Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is actually... Again, similar film a little earlier, but similar in the in terms of like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe a road on the run trip and yeah, they got to be on being on, on, the run
1: being for, on a uh, cross country trip with the worst person you can think of.
0: Be, uh, yes, absolutely. And there is kind of a they start in a plane, they end up on a train, and then they mm. end up in a car. It's oh, like right. yeah. a lot of that same stuff in there. And the movies were I think two years apart, so I'm not you know I'm not suggesting they're ripping each other off or anything, but um, it's really good. And uh, it's weird to think that De Niro was 45 years old in this. Uh, it just, I, he, I, it's
1: weird to think De Niro was ever 45. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's just a weird thing to (laughs) see.
1: Yeah. Like taxi driver. I swear that guy's 50
6: taxi driver. I swear. Now, do we now think 45 is young because, uh, Scott yeah. Johnson earlier called David Beckham a boy, and he's 46.
0: Yeah, I think we think <laughs> of I think we think of those ages as young now. Well, I mean, of course when the, when you're older than that age, I think we yeah, definitely did.
1: Yeah.
6: yeah, I also like I I was thinking when you guys were talking about narcolepsy, I I grew up with a. A uh, music teacher who I, like I had many, many years through like middle school and high school of this music teacher. Yeah. And so it's like, she was like one of my most prominent teachers in all of my schooling. Yeah. And she had, uh, Oh my gosh, she had grandma seizures every now and oh, then. Geez. And, yeah. and, uh, a part of her, uh, uh, like one of the symptoms of her disease was, uh, that, She didn't want to take her own medication, like the medication that would prevent this. Like she just resisted it constantly.
4: Yeah.
6: And I, I, anyway, she, she ended up dying. She had a seizure while driving to work and she was at highway speed and drove off the road and into a tree. Oh, geez. And, uh, anyway, she died at 48, but when she was my teacher, she was like early thirties. Yeah. And I just remember thinking her uh, of her as so old Yeah, <laughs> when I was 15. Her name was Susan Diaz. Ms. Diaz was, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, 14 years older than me and she seems so old yeah I know that's
0: how we did it back then if you were like <laughs> you know? 10 10 to 12 years old if you saw a 25 year old you thought you were looking at the end times like it's just it's so weird <laughs> yeah doesn't work that way but I wanted to say one other thing about Martin Brest he's the director here yeah. um and you all know him from incredible movies like Beverly Hills Cop which came before this then Midnight Run then Scent of a Woman then Meet Joe Black Eventually, Geely, which made him leave the business.
1: <laughs> well, we don't talk about that one. No, but
0: um, that was oh three, and he quit after that. But um, what a run of great films! Yeah. And this is, I think, it's my favorite of all of those, and uh, should be. Seen. And it doesn't look old; it looks like it was just made. Um, there's old stuff like payphones and all the things you see in these old movies. Sure, those are there, but uh, it it doesn't feel dated in that way the music maybe i guess it's a little trains planes and automobiles you know well wasn't it era. uh
1: there i think there's actually a a song a david yeah a danny elfman song that's used for both planes trains and automobiles and midnight run didn't um oh elfman
0: do midnight run or no Am I- um, now that you say it i don't remember if i heard one the other night maybe um Oh yes, gosh, I was, I was yeah, he so did the uh, midnight.
1: Yeah, yeah the TVZ gun. He'll still he'll back me up on this. Midnight Run was Danny Elfman. Yeah, okay. But then there's one song that was the was an instrumental version of a song that Oingo Boingo later did that was used in the soundtrack of both um, Midnight Run and planes or not planes trains and automobiles. Right, I think it was just Midnight Run.
0: Okay, I, so was he credited as like soundtrack guy or something on this? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, I had no idea about that. Anyway, I love it. Uh, you should see it before it leaves it's you know it's not really for the kids it's pretty sweary but uh and occasionally a little violent mm. but for the most part it's you know this is adult comedy a cult, a, uh, adult it's hard to call it even a comedy it's not straight comedy it's like something else no
6: it's like a action adventure
0: yeah yes comedy. but lots of comedy <laughs> and it's and it's good legit earned comedy it's not stupid prat folly dumb stuff it's it's funny and cerebral and amazing uh, I love it I love it I love it I love it all right uh Randy now to you I got a clip here do you want how do you want to set this up uh, it's
6: just bottom line I am looking at Netflix the other day and this is the number two most watched thing on Netflix Wow and I'm like, okay all right I know it's based on a book that was really bestseller kind of thing yeah. years ago yeah uh I'm gonna give it a shot all right and then I watched it. And it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Oh and wow. I just, okay. I just can't believe that. So I People tried to are keep so it.
1: hungry for something new on Netflix. I don't care. I'm gonna watch it.
6: Yeah. I yeah. So I tried to like yeah, yeah. Well, there's also there's also a certain culture, subculture that's yeah. propping this, this thing up, and now I know that. But anyway, uh, listen to the clip, I'll tell you what it is. All happens. right, here
5: we
4: go. Car leaves in twenty seconds. We gotta go.
5: Let's go.
2: Do you think the princess should have a red dress like mine? Red it is. Where's Missy? Missy! Where's Missy? Sorry, Mac, they haven't seen her. Missy!
3: Missy! I
0: was scared.
3: (laughs) I didn't know what to do.
0: Hospital suspect sighting. Ground teams found the truck in the mountains. I'm really sorry, Mr. Phillips. (gasps) (laughs) yell at the sky yeah
6: that's just all i was willing to give you there's like uh so uh that was sam worthington's voice uh this movie is called the shack and the shack is a like i say a really really popular novel from about six or seven years ago Mm -hmm. um it uh it was made into some kind of weird weird horror hallmark movie almost it's it's hard to it's hard to explain how you get from there to here but the basic story is that there's a man sam worthington plays this lead yeah. who when he was a kid he grew up in the worst imaginable household okay. his dad was so abusive that this at 13 years old he kills his father oh, that's how abusive this was right yeah, yeah. and so then then he you know like puts a life together finds a you know his wife and kids and then at uh 40 he would like jump from 13 to 40 right uh and he's out like uh pushing some snow off the the driveway and he falls down and hits his head and then we suddenly have a, a second flashback to when he was like 30 and apparently uh, he took his three kids to the to the lake to go camping without his wife. He just him and his kids. Yeah. And one of them, uh, the youngest, the girl gets kidnapped by a crazed, uh, you know, maniac. Uh, and, and they uh, end up finding her, uh, you know, uh, like raped and murdered in a shack. In the mountains,
0: Oh, hence the name. Oh my God! The shack. How many? Okay. How what? Are,
6: how many bad things can happen to one guy? It's like, and it's not, and yeah, it's not no, just kidding. like these aren't just bad things. These are the the depictions of like the worst tragedies you can imagine, right? So yeah. now we zoom back to Sam Worthington is forty. He's only got two kids now. His family is in tatters, right? His life it's in tatters. His brother is Tim McGraw. Yeah. Uh, stunt casting. Sure. And
0: yeah. Tim McGraw, <laughs> you know, the country Tim McGraw. artist, Tim McGraw, right? That's
6: who. Yeah, that is. Tim, Tim McGraw trying to burnish some uh, credentials with his Christian fans.
4: Uh,
6: <laughs> I see. So, uh, so <laughs> I'm not kidding. Sam Worthington gets a magical letter uh, in the mail. He gets a magical letter from God. Oh, he nice. takes it around and shows it to people. And that's the one of the biggest plot holes I've ever seen. Because if he hadn't shown this magical letter to people, then you could have understood that everything that happens from here on is just sort of happening only to him. But he, he, the letter tells him to go to the shack in the mountains where they found his daughter's like blood-stained dress. Yeah. He drives up there, and then he meets God. Oh, and wow. God is... Uh, Oh, I I should say he meets gods, multiple gods. Uh, At first you think, oh no, he's just meeting the Christian Trinity God, which is Octavia Spencer as a father, and I'm forgetting the names of the actors who played Jesus. Oh, um, and the Holy Spirit. Um, uh, but they're I, fantastic.
0: Well, Graham greens in this. I love him. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
6: That's when you, when you get to Graham green, you realize, Oh, he's actually, he's actually getting to talk to and, and work through his problems in his life with multiple gods. This is not, this is a polytheistic take on Christianity. <laughs> Interesting. And it's, um, it's terrible. And Dave
1: Batista <laughs> is the Holy ghost. <laughs>
6: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's terrible. It's, it's so bad that I had to stop at one point. I just stopped and I'm like, I don't even want to know how this, how this ends because he's, because the movie is all about the problem of evil, which is very, very interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And our, our lead character, Sam Worthington is literally saying to Octavia Spencer as God, the father, um, you have a problem of evil here, like the, your, your problem is this thing that philosophers have talked about for centuries and I need you to answer for it. And God's like, nah, not gonna, Mm. I'm not gonna answer it. And it's just fascinating. Like, cause then he got, he talks to the Holy spirit and the Holy spirit's like, no, we're going to talk about the garden of, uh, you know, the garden of Eden a little bit, but I'm not gonna, I'm not going to answer for evil. Yeah. And then, you know, he talks to Jesus about it, and then he ends up talking to a sort of like Judgment God version of Octavia Spencer's character, and then he ends up talking to Graham Greene. It's fascinating how he just keeps, he just keeps going to all of these different depictions of God, and then, and then he's not getting anything satisfying. So Jeez. I stopped watching it, but then I'm like, you know what? I need to know how this ends. I need to know if this guy, like, do, like does he go back to his life? And the answer is yes. And I you do not need to watch. I'm trying to spoil the hell out of it because you
1: should <laughs> not watch
6: it. So right. why do you, why you help,
1: th- help keep other people from watching this? Thing. This yeah. being
0: a 2017 film, why do you think this is so big on Netflix right now? What's because it just
1: hit. It's finally, it
6: it's finally yeah. streaming for free to its audience. Okay. Because uh, right. uh, I never and, and even it, heard
0: of this before. I thought it was like a Netflix original or something, but no, it was like 2017. It was many years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and
6: uh, and I, I'm sorry to say, Sam Worthington kind of uh, there's a it, reason he so has bad. he he didn't hit it big after uh, after his one big shot with uh, Avatar Avatar like yeah. um, he's all right. I like him. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. Like, he's okay in this role. Mm. He's a
1: handsome fella.
6: Yeah, he's, yeah, he's but like. This is a this is a script that's just that's the worst Drek drekamental mental oh. right here, man. It's just wow. like in the end, um in the end, by the way, so he's he's gone into a spiritual realm in this journey, right? Yeah. And he has to come back out of it and go into the real world. Sure. And the way they do that is they have him wake up from a car crash. He <laughs> never made it to the shack in the first place. The he was in a car crash all
1: along the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he's Uh, in
0: all he's been busy though man he's got all kinds of stuff in 2021 22 26 28 well i guess these avatar sequels are all coming he's in all those but yeah um, if they ever uh, if they ever come yeah if they ever happen feels like we i don't know they say they're in post-production i don't know what that means
6: there's there's some really interesting discussions that have come out of this movie so like i'm like if you actually have if it's piqued your interest at all just go search it up and look for like people's blog posts about it because mm-hmm. all kinds of modern philosophers, you know, internet philosophers have written a lot about the idea that Christianity used to be more polytheistic yeah. and that along the way there were a bunch of like a bunch of people like clamped down on that shit and we're like, no, yeah. we, we, you know, like we may have polytheistic roots, but we can't, but then a, 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 there's a lot of Judaism that has has kind of stuck with it mm-hmm. and held to some polytheistic traditions from yeah. centuries ago. Yeah. And so there's this really interesting stuff here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. go read about that and talk to, you know, talk to people about that. It's very interesting. But the movie it's just garbage. And and at the same time, the guy who plays Jesus, oh, he's so good. The guy who plays Jesus in this movie is the guy that you would like to sit down and have a chat with if you were – chatting with jesus
0: so 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 uh <laughs> benedict wong then that's who uh, that, that's who i want to sit down <laughs> and talk to kind <laughs> of the
6: same yeah kind of some of the same yeah. stuff okay
0: um i just noticed by the way hacksaw ridge sam worthington was in that i guess he's had decent roles he's just mm-hmm. you know he's just kind of like a dude <laughs> hey, yeah. hey do you guys want to put a dude in your movie well i got good news for you here's good a good guy, we have a dude who <laughs> wants to be in
1: your movie
6: yeah, yeah guy who plays jesus is named aviv alush a V and uh, I I haven't seen him in anything else. Like looking at his list, and it's no, I don't get it. But um, great, I love that man. Name. He's perfect as Jesus. This right. guy really captures what like what you in in our culture will think of as the the role. You know.
0: Mm. All right. Well, I was curious about it. It looked more like true crime to me, but it sounds like it's nothing like that. It's like some something else. So.
6: But, yeah it's talking to god it's like and, and it doesn't it doesn't start doing that until about halfway through the movie and so you're like you're like watching this poor soul's history and he's just getting tortured yeah. like the worst things that can dude kills his own dad at 13 yeah. like damn it's pretty hardcore yeah, but
0: yeah yeah if you're gonna kill your dad at 13 is hardcore uh well well done this is great uh, all of these yep. recommendals and recommendals will be referenced in Randy's tweets over there at yep. Randy yep. Deluxe oh. so get yep. in there get in there and do it man thanks um, man and we'll and be at some point too.
1: on a web page that we'll collect them all as I'm putting stuff together here yeah 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 we're gonna, yeah, we're need gonna to get talk with you that. about about how we can get that on the yeah we could probably just make a public a
0: public non-editable freaking google sheet for all we care I'm like what
1: well yeah i want to make it a little bit better than that but if yeah. if worse comes to
0: worst then yes yeah. we'll do yeah, it we can way. do whatever but you know the, the main thing is we got to get them we got to get these people the data we got to get them
4: the
1: data. yeah because people be looking up and saying oh what was that thing that randy recommended three weeks ago that he actually did like to be yeah. right <laughs> yeah, remember so that? uh speaking
6: of things we like we're uh, gonna sack uh, jingle all the way guys i'm excited it's been a long time coming. We try to find a Christmas movie mm-hmm. or two every year and jingle all the way has always sort of been on the, on the, in the waiting list. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so we're finally going to watch it and sack it this weekend. And, uh, it's such a good, bad movie. It's having, like,
0: having never seen it, I, I, I don't even know what to expect. I know it'll you know, it's supposed to be comedic and it's Schwarzenegger doing one of his comedies. And that's all I know. I don't know anything else. Sweet. Yeah. It's perfect.
6: Perfect um, setup. There you go. And, uh, and then uh, I'll talk to you next week for more recommendals. I will pro- I will try to bring something good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, good luck to you on your journey to find something good. Uh, it's Randy Deluxe, a.k.a. Randy Deluxe on Twitter. Follow him there. Not a.k.a. It's Randy Jordan. Bye now. All right. Pfft, screwed that up. <laughs> hey, we're back. Uh, we're back, everybody. Hey, Brian, before we leave today, yes, sure. I assume there's probably a Coverville today. There will yeah. be a Coverville
1: today, and because we're a week, uh, a little, wow, a week away from uh, Christmas Eve, it's time for some Christmas covers today. Coverville is going to be the big Christmas show every year. I put together some great Christmas covers uh, this year. Nothing different. As a matter of fact, this year I'm doing uh, the follow up to something I did a couple of years ago, where I did the oldest Christmas songs and covers of them, things like um, "Hark the Herald Angels Sing" and "O Come All You Faithful" and stuff like that. We're flipping it on its head. All the modern Christmas Carols covered, so stuff that's newer than 1960 uh, today being covered. Of course, things like All I Want for Christmas is You, Last Christmas, Wonderful Christmas Time, a good cover of that, and of course that great Pogues and Kirsten McCall song, Fairy Tale of New York. That is going to be today at twitch.tv slash Coverville. Watch me play Asteroids recharged while we listen to some great Christmas covers.
0: Very, very nice. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna do uh, Brack's "Ding Fries Are Done" cover this year. No, of, uh, "Ding oh.
1: Fries Are Done," "Ding Fries Are Done." Damn. no, I'm not.
0: It's my favorite because
1: "Carol of the Bells" is an old one too. Yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: all right, so watch for that today at one one thirty
1: one one p.m. one p.m. Twitch uh, Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville.
0: Excellent. If you're in the mood for some video game discussion, uh, tonight at uh, 5 p.m. Mountain Time, we'll be doing the Boop Show. Or, excuse me, Core is tonight. So Core tonight, 5 p.m., me, John, and Bo uh, giving it the good old-fashioned Core rip tonight. So check that out. All right. Hey, uh, real quick, I want to thank some patrons for being a part of why this show succeeds, and that is uh, the following names. Todd Baker. He went to patreon.com slash TMS and signed up as a grade A-plus member uh, we love that level and love when people join it. Thank you, Todd. Also, Nicholas Shorten. That's a great last name. I love it. Uh, he's yes. also the great a plus. And at the great A level, we got Brian Lawrence, all three great uh, supporters of the show. If you'd like to be like them and find out why it's great to be a TMS supporter, go to patreon.com slash TMS. Uh, what else? So oh, frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Our email, all the other stuff is there. If you're looking for it, you'll find it. So go check it out. Let's get out of here with a song. Do you have one ready?
1: Yes, I do. Baloney Ninja wrote in. And speaking of things that are popular on Netflix, uh, Hey, cats and kittens, there's a new cover that's just rocking the cages off of the petting zoo. Ugh. No explanation other than that is needed. Uh, signed, baloney Ninja. P.S. Is it baloney Ninja that knows the art of ninja? Is it baloney that knows the art of ninja or a ninja that has mastered the art of baloney? Who knows? It's a mystery.
0: Yeah, I don't know what to say to that, but I like it. Um, by the way, I tried to watch the new season of uh, Yeah, it, it's bad. Yeah. Tiger King. It's is really it bad. Bad. It's not good. Yeah. It, they don't do anything. It's, it's just more. They leaned into what made it weird. Well, they leaned into the stuff that was like shocking a year ago, and then went, "What if there's more of that?" And we really don't tell you anything new. That's it. It's just bad. It's bad. Ugh. Really, really bad. And it bums me out. Avoid it. Yeah, avoid it. Although the Doc Antle one I'm hearing might be better. That just came out. There's one just just about that guy. but... I hated it. It's, I, I didn't even do a Drek-a-mental. I was just like, I'm going to pretend I didn't watch this first episode.
1: <laughs> going to pretend I blacked out and didn't watch this. Listen, yeah. when we get in another season of Making a Murder, I really want to find out what's happened with those. Yeah, let's crazy find kids. out. Let's
0: not have another season where they don't really tell us anything. I'd like to know what yeah, the hell happened. Yeah, let's
1: actually have some some stuff. Yeah. Uh, regardless, let's talk about Tiger King and uh, and that that bitch Carol Baskin. Uh, <laughs> did she really kill her husband? Well, we don't know. But there was the song that uh that kind of played that up uh here it's being covered by yes the offspring yes got to keep them separated (laughs) covering
0: here kitty kitty by joe exotic all right here it is we'll be back uh friday or the p.m yeah friday p.m p.m edition of the show be there p.m friday tomorrow that's uh, for patrons and uh uh, the next week we'll have new shows and hopefully never internet problems again that's the goal thank you all for listening we'll see you then
2: She had rich taste She felt the blood running through her veins She liked the life she had She loved her big cats And the beauty of being untamed Everything was fine Just as sweet as wine But her husband went and disappeared But then it got a little crazy Got a little hazy And the cops said there's something wrong high
0: part of the frog pants network. Frog pants network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I queued that up. I love that. I don't yes. even remember why
4: you said it or what.